Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cornerstone Conversations. Hello, Neil. Hi, Matt. How you going? I'm good. This is Matt. I didn't introduce myself. And with me is Neil. Hello, Neil. Hello, I've already Neil. said hello. I've already introduced you. <laughs> Deja vu, wow, man. man. I feel like I've been here before. There's probably a reason why I don't run this podcast normally, Neil. Anyway, episode 123 today. One, One, two, two, three. three. That's pretty Wow, let's get into it. Um, Neil, obviously, senior pastor at Cornerstone here. Obviously, I am. Obvious, obviously. (laughs) You can tell by the authority of my voice. Oh, far out, man. Let's... uh... Yeah, I'm never going to be emceeing this again. Anyway, so you're assistant... No, you're not a... Oh, man. You're not assistant pastor. I am. I'm assistant pastor, director of worship ministries. Uh, You are the senior (laughs) pastor. Mm -hmm. And it's great to be back here together this week. Doing Cornerstone Conversations. Wow. It is really lovely, mate. It is good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah so what are, we, what are we doing here, Neil? We are here because on Sunday we started a new series. I started a new series. That's why I'm doing the podcast. Yeah. Uh, leading the podcast. Um, we started a new series on worship. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent, yes. I, I thought it was a great message, Matt. Did you? Way. So if you haven't heard it, go online, listen to it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good. Did really well. Thank you. Hmm. That was good. Um, yeah, so obviously over the next, well not obviously, but over the next few weeks, we're going to be um, focusing in on the subject of, of worship. Um, and yeah, just on, on Sunday, really want to, I guess I, I just had this, this um, yeah, feeling that we needed to just reset, to refresh, to um, adjust existing perceptions and and all that kind of stuff so i've been really challenged myself as i've as i prepared for uh this series obviously i'm i'm director of worship ministry so i look after our our you know corporate congregational worship that we have on sundays and at other times when we gather together um and so you know it's it's really easy to to slip into this space of thinking that you know for for me that maybe worship is is music Mm you know um which you know that's that's not the attitude that I had, but um, you know that there's there's lots of different perceptions and and ideals about worship. Even even people who are not Christian, who are not followers of God, yeah, would have a perspective and perception of what worship is. Yeah, yes, you, you agree with that? Agreed. Agreed. Very good. So uh, on on Sunday, as as I went through my message, the first. There was just a, a number of different questions and statements that I, I wanted to look at as as part of this this series of worship. And so the first question that I asked is, is in fact, what is worship? Um, and so I had a few different uh, definitions from from varying sources um, as as I started the message from from different dictionaries about the actual word worship and what its what its definition was. Um, and all of them seemed to go some of the way to defining what worship is, mm-hmm. but they're all a bit lackluster and a bit meh, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, mo- most of them talking about uh, honouring and, and reverence or expressions of reverence or adoration to a deity or a supernatural power. Uh, Wikipedia actually talks about I think the Wikipedia 
It's probably the best one. One was the best one, which surprised mm. me, to be honest, um, which just says, Worship is showing regard with great respect, honour or devotion, and this may be encountered in religious settings in such instances. It may, be, it may represent divine worship, reverence for a divine being or supernatural power. This activity may have other focuses such as hero worship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, obviously, as believers, there are perceptions and perspectives we have of what worship is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the non-believers amongst us would also have perceptions of what worship is. Um, and so part of, part of my quest in, in preparation for this series was to actually try and define better what worship is. And I tried to come up with like a single, single line statement of yep. what worship is. And I discovered that it's impossible to, or I, I gave up. You failed. I try. I tried to, tried to, and I started to explain it on the weekend, and you did got part way through and said, attention. "I captured the attention." I said, "This is this Let is the definition of what real true worship is," and in the process of sharing that, revealed to everyone that it is impossible to define worship as a single statement mm. because worship comes in many forms, which is one of my points from later yeah. on in the message. But but the really key thing in all of this is is this understanding that, you know, we were created by God. God created us. Uh, we went I went back to the original creation story in Genesis, the way that things should have been before sin entered the world. Yeah. Um, that there that God intended for us to have this really personal and and interactive uh, relationship with him. And so we I talked about um, Adam and Eve and, and the work in the garden before sin entered the world and, and the way that they would walk in the garden and interact and have relationship. And, and so worship is really a response from the interaction and, and the relationship that we have mm. with God. And so that can take many different forms, um, but it's intentional and, it, and, it, and there's intimacy in, involved in that and there's devotion and you know, as you as you uh, walk with God, there's you, you grow in relationship with Him, and you learn about who you are and who He is, and and there's res, res, restoration that takes place in in the way that He works in and through our lives, and all of that can be poured into the bucket that is worship. Yep. Um. But the fact that God created us like that means that everyone who is being created has got this space within them that is designated for worship. Yep. And so everyone worships something. So there's this challenge for us to be, you know, one of the things I really wanted to question is, you know, are there are there things in our lives that we are worshipping that are taking the place of of what should be held by God? Yep. Uh, and so that's a, that's a real danger for us. Um, any thoughts on any of those things yet? Neil. Mm. Yeah, I think like when we're talking about it, you know, with the Garden of Eden and you know, I just sort of said like it was that naked worship and obviously when they were created they didn't have their clothes and when sin came they they covered up. Yeah. And I think like, you know, as I think about worship, it is that opening up of self to be vulnerable to God, but like open before him and mm. 
you know, true worship can't really take place until you give everything over. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just think, you know, I'm, I'm sure you'll be talking more about stuff like this, but, you know, yeah. once Christ came and that sin problem was taken away, um, it's basically so we're uncovered again, you know. It's yeah, like yeah. We can actually really worship him. Yep. And, um, yeah, I thought that was good. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's interesting, like you say, those uh, definitions. Mm. And like you say, how can you really... It goes beyond those sorts of words, though, you know what I mean? Because it's... it's um, I think it is it's the giving of self over. And, yeah. And I guess, you know, when Paul wrote about it, you know, give your bodies as a living sacrifice. Yeah. It's sort of... It, those sorts of words respect honour. It's not not really like that. No. It's actually this adoration, I guess, more than yeah anything else where... Yeah. Yeah, you recognise the greatness, and yeah, mm. and it's a and it's a. I guess the the other important thing in all of this is that it's a whole of life. Yeah, thing. I think that's the other the other thing that we can fall into is we put worship in this category of oh, that's when I mm. set aside a specific time, yep. whether that's personally in in our personal time or whether that is when we gather together as as a church family. That, that yep. you know, between nine thirty and eleven thirty on a Sunday morning, we worship. Yeah. And that's, you know, like, and it's, whereas, you know, true, true worship is, as you say, it's, it's, it's being that living, living sacrifice. It's, mm. it's that, that constant being in relationship with God, walking with him, re- acknowledging that he's in, in the midst of every situation and every moment. And, you know, there are times when, you know, we just need to stop thinking about ourselves and, and, and concentrate on on who God is yeah. and acknowledge who he is. Yeah, well, that point, like you brought it up, and uh, it was about that whole life worship. And, you know, as, as you give some examples coming up about what had happened in your week and yeah. your response to it, to those things, um, as I was thinking about that during the week and what worship is and and how actually true worship is far beyond the just the words, obviously, mm. but... It's has it brought a transformation to my life because I become who I worship. Yeah, I become like that person. And so, if you think of hero worship in sport, I want to be LeBron James or yeah, you know who? I don't know. Is it is that his name? I don't even know. Oh come on, man! You're giving me a hard time on Sunday about that. He plays golf or something. Yeah, come on. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, like. You want to be that person, right? So, yep. yeah, no, definitely. Kids, you want to be Dennis Lilly or you know, whatever. Yeah, it was showing your age, ago. man. Come on. Yes, my great great grandkids won't remember. <laughs> 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 no, but um, anyway, the, the thought yes. I had was this. Yes. In my dealings in every day, because you're talking about being everyday life. So, yeah. Um, with my wife, uh, with my family, with my workplace is the decision I'm making to act the way I'm acting right now worshipful? So, Or is it actually not showing that I'm saying to God, you are the greatest and mm. I'm going to fashion my life around you? Yep. You know, so if I got angry at my wife for a bad reason because I was being selfish, is that actually an act of not worshipping? And then when I actually go... You know what? That the way I treat my wife it should be the way that God tells me to do, and that's actually an act of worship. 
Mm. Yeah, that was just yeah. the thoughts. Yeah, no, that's right. So, yeah, so that, you know, our, our daily lives should should reflect that. And I'm there, great, awesome, yeah. nice reflection, Neil. Yeah, very you. good. So it's it's action as well as just, yeah, yeah. No, that's right. And so, um, yeah, part of part of the challenge from Sunday as well was just to to again the recognition that there are many different forms of worship and it applies in in lots of different ways. And you know, as I was preparing, I was trying to trying to identify some really key events through the Bible that reflect mm. what worship is. And you know, the reality is the entire Bible is is worship. It's a story yep. of worship. It's the story of you know of God's redemption and and that. You know that requires worship in response, and you see, so you see all these responses of worship, and and the different forms that they take as well. So, I pulled a yep. I pulled a few out, um, and and gave a brief summary. I didn't actually read them, and I've I've challenged people to to read them uh, through the week. Yep. Um, and just just reflect on the on the type of worship that's going on. So, uh, um, I shared the the story of Cain and Abel from Genesis four, which is, you know, it, it can be read in a lot of different ways. Um. You know, obviously, the story of Cain and Abel. Um, Cain becomes jealous and angry, and and eventually goes and kills Abel because of the worship that takes place. But that wasn't the focus. It was more. Um, I, I think there's a there's a real um, desire in that in that story from both Cain and Abel to see restoration of relationship with Jesus. Yep. Like I, I I drew the the example that it's like kids coming and presenting what they've what they've made to their parents. Yep. You know, like from you know, like coming in there, and you know, so for Abel, he's bringing his absolute best of his his lambs that he's raised and brought the very best. Cain, on the other hand, you know, he just brings some of his his grain yeah. that he's produced. Um, and so there's a there's a challenge of heart attitude in that, and I think that's that's there for us. You know, what what sort of attitude are we coming in, and what are we presenting to God? Um, you know, in in every area of our life, in the things that we we present to Him, but. Um, you know, there's this. I'm sure there is this this drive to to restore relationship with God. Yeah. You know, they um, no shadow of a doubt, they would have heard from mum and dad, from Adam and Eve. Yep. This incredible relationship that they had in the yeah. garden before sin came. Yes. Um, and so there's this in in that sense. You know, I think that's an, an act of restorative relation uh, worship. Um. Then there's the example of Abraham and Isaac when God, God asked Abraham to go and sacrifice his only son Isaac. Yep. Um, you know that's that's obedient worship. Mm-hmm. Um, story of Moses. Many stories about Moses in in the Old Testament, um, but particularly one that that I wanted to draw out on was was when Moses was just seeking more of God. He had this incredible relationship with him and. And you know interactions with him, but yet it was like you know God, I actually want to, I actually want to see you. Yeah. Um, so that's there in Exodus thirty-three, um, intimate worship of Joshua as he builds a builds a, a monument, an altar to God in the middle of the Jordan River that gets covered up yep. once they've crossed over. So it's it's this it's this interaction between Joshua and and God, and and that's you know it's it's for the audience of one, which you know I think that's really key uh, for us. As well, particularly when we, particularly when we gather together, mm. that we come to worship God. We come, we come to present to God, and it, and it's for Him alone. And yep. and just, you know, just this this challenge of being in a space of not worrying about the fact 
that I can't sing or not worrying mm. about the fact that, you know, if I if I leave, raise my hands because that's what I'm feeling like I need to do in this moment that I'm, I'm you know, how embarrassing if someone else sees <laughs> yeah, me yeah. raise my hands or I might yeah. look like a bit of an idiot. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, if you close you know, your eyes, no one can see you. Right? Well, that that's true. You know, or even, even to be in a space of, you know, shouting out, you know, the things that are on your heart and declaring who God is and all of that kind of stuff. Like, I, you know, there are things like that that just, I think, I think at times we find that uncomfortable in when we gather together in some, yep. in some instances. And so just to be in a space of not being afraid. And, yep. you know, I love the story of David, King David, yep. uh, when the Ark of the Covenant comes in in 2 Samuel 6. And, and that's the freedom in worship. You know, he didn't care. He didn't care what other people thought. Yep. You know, he didn't care about uh, even about the, you know, the expectation of other people mm. um, about how he, because he was king, how he should behave and, and all of yep. that kind of stuff and just expressed himself in a way that, that he thought would honor nice and, and, and glorify God. So there's a challenge in that for us to to just be in this space of, of recognizing that there's lots of different forms and to not be in a space where we get offended or, or feel mm. um, um, embarrassed or anything like that, just but just to be in this space of freedom. Yep. Um, but most importantly in all of this is that is the fact that Jesus has restored this incredible opportunity for us to be in this space of worship. Yep. You know, all through the Old Testament and in, even you know up until up until Jesus, there's there's sin. Sin is in the way and it stops stops worship. And there's there's a few examples when Jesus is there where there's actual physical interactions between people and Jesus, which is back to that original you know, is back to that original worship. You know, sin sin is still there. It hasn't been dealt with yet, but because Jesus is physically there, there's this opportunity for this real intimate and and amazing moments between people and Jesus. Mm. Um and so you know, Jesus' restoration, his death on the cross, his blood has taken care of sin. And so no longer is sin that barrier that stops us in that space of worship. Yeah. Um, so that's that sort of the entering into the Holy of Holies, you know. That we're not, yeah, yeah. To be in that space of, of, of boldly entering in, knowing that, that we are holy and righteous in God's eyes and we can step into that place yeah. uh, without fear of retribution or anything like that. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, effectively be in the same place that Adam and Eve were with with God in the garden and that's that's just incredible yeah um and to be to be living that out every single day every single moment um so Neil yes. tell me what what you know I mean obviously we've had Sunday's Sunday's message but there's a there's a question I've, I've asked of people which is mm-hmm. which is what what is um I can't even remember what the question was now that's good isn't it <laughs> Quickly, no, hang on. I'll, quick, I'll quickly just look it up because I want to make it so. Um, you know, are there? I guess this, this one. Are there attitudes um, in your life that that have impacted the way that you worship God? Attitudes in my life now, or in the past. What do you mean? Well, you know, like uh, well, I guess coming into Saturday into Sunday. Yes. What if if I said to you, "What is worship?" What would have you said? Well, I guess like for me, it is whole life. Like it's always been that way. Making my decisions directed by God is worship. Um, yep. You know, uh, I think that recognition of God in everything. Like, so if I'm worshiping God, I'm always interested in His opinion on my life. Yep. So it's not what I want, but what He wants. 
Um, so that goes to prayer as well, like during the day, every little decision, every moment of the day, just thinking of him really, um, mm. considering him in everything. So um, definitely singing as well. Like, you know, I mean, I just think, I mean, like you, I just can't really nail it down to one thing. Yeah, come on, it's man. It's complete. But you're the forever. senior pastor. You should be able to sing. Uh, come on, yeah, no, it's good. I know, it is good. I know a lot yeah. more than you. But you did. No, you do. I'm sure <laughs> no, you do. Don't. I'm sure you do, man. Yeah. <laughs> we know nothing. But it's, um, yeah, no, it's interesting. Like, I think, though, at times, what takes you off worship, like, there's a verse that talks about, you know, when we gather together that, you know, we should be lifting holy hands, not with fists raised, you know. Yeah. Like, and what gets in the way of worship is when you start to be very selfish, very self-centered, angry, bitter, yep. resentful. Yep. And I just love that, like that picture of like a whole church coming in and all they're doing is got their fists up ready to fight each other. Mm. What? Why have you got your fists closed? Open your hands. Yeah. You're meant to yeah, be good. praising God together. And it's like... I think for me, it's that distraction of other things that you can turn your attention away from God, definitely. Um, but it doesn't mean you don't worship him. But at moments, you you are challenged to worship him. And, and even like for me, uh, at church in particular, um, singing or getting into worship, because when you're preaching and doing other things and trying to work out what's happening in the church... Mm. Your attention can quickly get drawn away from, hey, I'm actually here to worship yeah. as well. Yeah. And it's like, can I just forget everything that's going on around me and just be present and in mm. the moment with God? And I think, yeah. you know, that's one of the things that, that you have to overcome and, yeah, being present to Him. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Thank mm. you. That's that's good. Thanks, man. It's beautiful. I was going to, so the next question I was going to ask you was, you know, what is what has the impact been? Of that on your life, and well, I guess you've already answered that, so let's not go with that question because it's it's good. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, but I think there's, there's one thing you're talking about there in terms of the, you know, just coming into the presence and mm. and being present. Yep. In that space, and and you know, obviously a, a big thing uh, for us as believers is is being in that space where we don't neglect meeting together so yeah, uh, Hebrews sure. ten twenty five. let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do but encourage one another especially now that the day of his return is drawing near and mm. you know even you even mentioned it there in terms of you know you get distracted and and whatever by the busyness of even things that are going on in the church yep um and that that distraction comes and it draws us away from from you know, being attentive to what God's doing. And so that, mm. uh, you know, there's this real challenge, I think, for us is is to be in a space of not neglecting coming together. Because when we come together, when we worship, uh, you know, our, our, our um, like our community worship together, you know, that's that's an opportunity for us to be in that space of, of you know, testifying to what God's doing, reminding each other of what God, God is doing. You know, I love, I love music. I you know, and there's a da- again. I said, I think I said it at the start. There's a danger of of just allowing music to be that. The you know, this is this is yeah. this is worship. Yeah. Um, and you know, but the thing I love about about music is that it gives us this unified ability as as a group to be able to declare and work and worship. Yep. God. 
Yeah, um, yeah. When you said that, I was like, that. yeah, it's cool. You know, yeah. like we're all coming here and we're actually declaring together. Yes. Exactly the same thing. Exactly, exactly the same thing because yeah. we're all, you know, we're all singing the same words. we and, you know, there's, I mean, obviously, I I, lo- I love music because it's it's emotive, mm. and that's the way that God create created it. You know, there is. You know, you, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've seen any, uh, any of those video clips. And I was gonna, I was gonna try and find one, but you know, had too many other things to <laughs> yeah, say, so I didn't sure. include it. But we you didn't know, want to go for two hours. I didn't want to go for two hours. That's, <laughs> that's exactly right. But um, you know, like it's the same video clip, but it's got different musical background. Have you ever uh, seen yeah, one of those yeah, sorts yeah, of yeah, things? Yeah, and it yeah. just, you know, like yep. it's it's a guy walking into his house and putting his keys on the bench and yep. putting his stuff away from work or something like that, and you know, one is like all this nice soothing music and he's like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, what a great life yeah, he right. has. And then the next yeah. one has got this eerie sort of music so and you think someone's going to jump yeah. out and stab <laughs> him in the back or, you know. So yeah. music plays a really important role in in that and being able to, as one, glorify God. Yeah. So that's that's really key. The other thing in that is is when we come together, we can encourage each other and yeah. to, to steer each other, you know, back into that space of drawing our attention to God. Because as you said, you know, that is really easy to get in a space where we're distracted from that. Mm. Um, yep. Anyway, so it's, yeah, it's been, been good so far. Uh, we've got a few more weeks coming and we're doing a few different things over the next couple of weeks. Um, yes. Which is going to be good, which continues to challenge us in this, in this area of, of what is worship and, you know, what, what's God calling us to, to, to do, but really just... I'm really, yeah, just hoping and praying that that through this, that God will continue to to stretch and extend and grow us as individuals and as a church uh, in what it is to be, you know, followers of Christ and yeah. and to be His hands and feet and to, you know, for us to be in a space where we are transforming both ourselves and our community, but yeah. the community at large around us to see God transform through that. And I yeah, think you know nice. our our worship. Uh, our relationship with God impacts that. Yeah, incredible. It is. It is that. Yeah, for full sure. stop. <clears throat> yeah. Any no, other right. any other thoughts, words of wisdom as we no. wrap up? No. 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 Oh come no. on, man. I'm out. The fountain has dried up. The fountain. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> anyway, so continuing on on Sunday. Uh, love to see everyone there. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, if you missed the message again. Uh, you can you can grab it on this same and, podcast and that you might be listening you, you to right now. Testimonies have, on Sunday or something. Yeah, so we've got some some different people testimonies happening on on Sunday. So not a message as such on Sunday. Maybe maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah. a little bit. I might get a bit carried away and go for thirty minutes <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, but no. Um, so we've got different people from the church. Some some who you've seen before. Some who maybe you haven't seen up on stage before, which is nice. Which is good. Uh, just sharing some stuff around worship. Yeah, yeah. And look, I, I like. To me, one of the best messages I've heard on worship, man, I thought it was great. Um, yeah, really cool. Good. Thanks, man. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Catch you later. Catch ya. <laughs>